Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Anytime Notebook. Here every single week to mark your card for the weekend across the EFL. Set piece threats, rampaging wing backs, forward thinking, holding midfielders. Regular listeners, welcome back. New listeners, as always, great to have you on board. If you haven't been here before, we talk a lot about the Football League. Trying to pick out a few goal scorers that represent a bit of value and helping me do all of that. As always, John Bywater. John, good evening. Good evening, Gav. It's uh, it's March. How did that happen? Well, it's not, but nearly. It almost is. It almost is, yeah. So uh, we're getting into the uh, the business end of the season. That's um, right. Yeah, nothing we shouldn't know already, but uh, new names keep popping up. I can't remember. I don't think we've got any new ones this week, oh, we've got a lot of old ones to talk about. A lot of familiar names that we haven't heard in a while. We'll yes. come on to. Um, there's always we'll always on. old ones. Well, there's always yeah. some old ones. We'll come on to some of our favourites um, in a short while. Uh, nothing midweek was there really. Um, I've got. Um, we did a podcast in midweek. Uh, Accrington, those. Um, Accrington again. Although those Warsaw goals were like carbon copies of each other, weren't they? Both kind of far post headers that both of their their centre half scored from as well. Oh and yes. Let's talk a bit about Accrington. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing else. I guess the um, yeah we picked out that the Sutton game was a good shot shout for going overs and um, mm. yeah, good shout by you And so it was. Uh, not counting. Yeah, Sutton came. I'm trying to remember, John. I haven't looked at the. It, Sutton came out on top of that game, didn't they? they was it the odd goal? Uh, was, it, was it four three? I think. Was it four three? I think it was. Yeah. This three. is where you come for your results, listeners. Might have been four three. We could have <laughs> just googled it, but we. we, right. we yeah. um, well, I don't, we did get right that uh, we're going to a fair price to beat Bolton, so we got that as well. We did, yeah, and I guess uh, thinking back to that Sutton game, probably Charlie Lakin, we could have arrived that. I guess we were we were we were chatting oh, actually yes. were during that game. I mean, what Matt, um, not Matt uh, Harry Smith had missed a penalty the game before. Normally, that's one thing that would probably be on our radar, but I think Lakin took the penalty, didn't he, and had a few other chances as well. Yeah, I, I, I think he probably took it because he got fouled for it, and he just picked it up. It looked like to me, but. Um, who knows? I mean, he'll obviously get, he'll get them, he'll keep them now, obviously. And uh, yeah, he's a good player. We've said, said it before. I don't really know why he's not being snapped up by a side in a better position than Sutton. I'm a bit confused by that because on his on field stuff, I thought he looked pretty handy at Wimbledon as well when he played. Didn't play a lot, but it's it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk a bit about Forest Green again. So there's just lots to like in some of those. We, you know, keen on what Fleetwood and. We like Sutton in the right spot. Forest Green are playing away. Those teams yeah. kind of bottom of League One and League Two. There's I do I do enjoy this part of the season where there's you know proper motivation behind you know managerial changes, but proper motivation behind you know some attacking intent and not leaving anything on the table. I think there's some yeah I talk a bit about Forest Green Grimsby, which feels like a huge game at the bottom of League Two this Saturday and. Um, yeah, it, it feels anything but a kind of cagey six-pointer. It feels like, hey, but then from a goal-scorer punting perspective, that's the, exactly the type of thing we like, right? Both teams going all out to um, to uh, to win, as was the case with uh, Sutton in midweek. Um, let's uh, you 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 called it, John. You had your notes done nice and nice and early on on Wednesday morning, and it's League Two heavy. Um, I thought that oh, same yes. as you. I thought that League Two coupon was a was a really good one, really interesting one this Saturday. Bits and pieces elsewhere. Should we should we leave that till later on and pick up 
I think you've got a selection in the championship. I've got a few notes as well. Should we, should we start off there? Yeah, let's have a selection, Gav. Um, don't want to keep listeners waiting any longer. Um, could say they've been waiting since August. For <laughs> a good, so that'd be harsh, wouldn't it? That'd be harsh. All right, just the one game for me in the championship. Bit of an obvious one, this, but the price is held up probably because of the opposition. Plymouth v Ipswich and Matthew Sorinola. Uh, three shots and a goal away at week, uh, Middlesbrough last weekend. Only joined Plymouth in January after he was released from Union SG in Belgium. Um, obviously not as popular there as Ross Sykes and Christian Burgess are or were. Yeah, um, a destination, yeah. Yeah, even in his little snippets of games there, I look back on the thing, he had plenty of shots and a couple of goals. So um, he can certainly find the back of the net. He had another shot in the game before Middlesbrough uh, versus West Brom. Possibly feels like I missed the boat, but at 14-1, to 1, I think there's enough juice in the price, even though it's against Ipswich. So we'll start off with Matthew Saranola at 14-1 to 1 in the Championship. Excellent stuff. And we know that uh, <laughs> along those lines, Plymouth aren't going to leave um, anything to chance at home. We've normally got a few goals in them playing well. And, um, yeah, Saranola. Yeah. Definitely on the uh, on the radar. Uh, just yeah, the championship. It seems like a long time since it's um, it's thrown up an opportunity or two. Just looking through the coupon, I thought Norwich odds against at home to Sunderland would potentially pick of the one x twos, but you probably you struggle to look outside Sergeant or Sarah at prohibitive odds. The only other kind of one in the notebook for me, Zach Viner had a header last time out. Probably comes oh, into play. Man. No, against no. Cardiff, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, no. yeah. I definitely know when you see the price. I think he's twelves, um, fourteens, which is a very really? short price Gosh. for someone who's got what, one goal in three years. Rob Dickey's too short in that game as well. So, yeah, Bristol City against Cardiff thought it could be an opportunity, but um, yeah, Cardiff conceded the most xG from set pieces in the championship, but. Nothing uh, knocking my door down to back just there. So, um, look, it still feels like a. That's longer time we've spent in the championship than most other weeks. But um should we move yeah. hastily into uh into League One? Um loads happened. Loads happened in, in, in League One. Um I'll tell you what, I'll I'll start us off, John, if you like. Owen Toyle has yeah, been really fun. quiet since Boxing Day goal at Lincoln, but had two real good chances in that in that defeat at Wigan. Shot from twenty five yards as well that Sam Tickles just just tipped over in the Wigan nets as well. Still short enough, the eleven to one top price. Um Erin Cashin, good example here, John, of of something that um kind of almost first port a call when I'm looking at kind of notes on a Sunday morning. Erin Cashin, good example of the follow up because you you hadn't seen him for ages, and then he has one push around the post at Barnsley, mm. gets a taste for it, sure enough. Follows up with the opener um, for Derby in that in that defeat against Charlton midweek. Um, so um, yeah, haven't seen his price for this weekend, but yeah, always a when he goes in, it's always a it's always noteworthy. But yeah, followed up a followed up a good chance with a goal. Um, John, what about you in in League One? Anything uh, anything um, floating your boat there? Not as much as usual. I didn't like this coupon at all. There's lots of short price fabs, which um, obviously squeezes the price of players for those teams. Uh, a couple of notes here. Malik Mothers Mothersill, who's at Peterborough. Um, don't tend to mention them a lot because I've never got them right since, well, since forever. Um, but young attacker, formerly Chelsea, signed on a 
three in January. Never going to be a price for us, really. Two to one best price, but just watched back a few Peterborough highlights and uh, very, very raw, but impressed me quite a lot. Um, considering the minutes he's played, his, his shot return is very impressive. So I think he's worth keeping an eye on as a sort of development player, or he's more than that already. But another one, uh, can't really go without a mention of uh, Matthew Pennington going back to Shrewsbury with Blackpool. Um, I knew you'd like that one for ex-club system fans. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, used to be my friend, now he's your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're so disloyal, these players. Uh, but you, I mean, the other one, you've got him in your notes. He just keeps shooting from everywhere. He's good old Boson Lawal. Yeah, look, he keeps getting good write-ups. Convinced he's probably one of the, from all from everything that I heard and listened to a lot of um, Port Vale stuff this week, he absolutely ran the show in, in midweek. Everything's yeah. from from outside the area, but we know what we're getting. I think he's a class player in that Fleetwood midfield. He's still probably getting, you know, centre back prices about him. To be honest, fourteen to one at Wigan, I thought looked mm. looked fair. Interesting game that that we we spoke on what Monday night about um, how, how nervous that that game at Vale Park would be, and and it ended up in that um, in that case. I, I, I hate kind of. Um, Taking joy in other people's misery, but I think we mentioned it before that Ale and Vale podcast is one of the best around. You know, the, the lads that host that. I, I, having, having followed a team that has been through its fair amount of struggles, I, I do enjoy listening to them. They are absolutely beyond their tether at the moment, which is we should take no joy in. But it's a, it's a great, it's a great listen. And if you haven't heard it, then you then, then you should do. Um, a, a, an interesting, an interesting game. Vale obviously went two 0 up. Alex um, Ayakaviti. I think it's Ayakaviti. Um, I haven't heard it mentioned by anyone, but he's another one who was back in the start at 11 for Vale. I put him up at the start of the season as one to follow. He had plenty of goals for Ross County in Scotland, six foot four, great aerial duel winner, just the one this season, but he's got on the end of a corner in that 2 2 draw with Fleetwood. Derby away this weekend could just about be a free hit for Vale. And, you know, Ivacotti did have a chance in the reverse fixture and he also won, you know, pretty dominant in that game as well, won 100% of his aerial duels. I've seen worse 28 to 1 shots with a with a, with a a clear run. So I'm um, not going to put him up as a selection, but he's certainly on the, certainly, I'd love to put him on some kind of shortlist. But yeah, 28 to 1 looks a, looks a good price. We've mentioned Boston Lawal. Um, Lincoln were dominant. Did you see the Lassie Sorensen goal, John? Yeah, it's good. Um, I read his thing. He, he said it was half a cross, half a shot. They looked like a shot to me. I think he was playing it down a bit. Yeah, it's a, it's, I saw someone mention that it, um, Lasse Sorensen scores after a penalty miss. And it, it was as in the loosest terms possible. It wasn't... Interesting <laughs> reporting there. That's yeah, when you, when, you, when you saw, when you read that, you thought, oh, he must have just followed in. But no, it was uh, anything but 0.03 XG, if, if anyone was yes. wondering what that effort from from the right-hand side. Um, I thought... Um, you, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, can't, you can't go by any of those write-ups. I, just, I think they just write anything because they never... I mean, if you actually... Look at a lot, unless it's in a local paper, they're normally pretty accurate. But the, the national ones are, they're obviously done in real time because they're out pretty much straight away. Oh, really? And I think, um, I imagine that maybe they used to have one person doing five games. Now they've probably got one person doing a whole league and they just, they <laughs> gets to, it gets to uh, Lincoln and they say, oh, yeah, it's from a penalty. I don't know. 
They're doing what we all do at work, which is just yeah, asking, no one cares just asking chat GTP and then just That's get it right, to wipe yeah. them for them. Um, uh, Cheltenham, I thought, were interesting. They, they definitely ran out of steam and Ooh, I think that's a, very tired very tired yeah Joe Lowe was a danger all night for, for Wickham got his goal looked threatening from all the other restarts as well he's got six goals now for the what former Warsaw man for Wickham and mm. he's one that's kind of passed us by this this year hasn't he I guess he um, scored too many goals at the start and then got too short uh, but, but yeah, I, I Wick, think Wickham were good to be fair I, I yeah. watched quite a lot of that game they, were, they, they're, um, they just couldn't handle them they're too strong for them really I think that's um I think Burton at Cheltenham is an interesting game of all the again the one X twos that I looked at. I thought the four to one for Burton here was a well yeah, pretty much a standout price, I thought, this weekend. Our good old friend um Adajay Osilaja back in the Burton team, another two efforts last weekend. You can scrap one of them, but the other ones needed a good save from Harry Lewis in the um in the uh, in the net to uh, to keep him out. Followed up a good chance when they were chasing the game at home to Northampton the previous week as well. Um, like I said, I wonder whether there's something in this Cheltenham form. John chances seem to have dropped off a cliff the last fortnight. They were lacklustre at Wigan. Mm. You alluded to beating comprehensively at Wickham in midweek. I think there's well, there's there's still five points between these sides, but you know, despite what we think about the relative form. I think I think could, the narrative around each of these teams feels like you know it's probably gone a bit too far now with 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 people it would immediately you know, I think Cheltenham are odds on here which feels like a long way off at the moment you know oh, yeah markets um, markets readjusted last couple of games for Cheltenham mm. um I don't know but Burton haven't inspired me the last month but I can see the case two two sides that are possibly not very good at the moment yeah, that, that, yeah, that Burton away form isn't too bad. You know, they beat Orient a fortnight yeah, ago, a which is no mean feat. Rovers the week before that. Drew at Cambridge, scored two, two at Pride Park as well. Like I said, if um, yeah, if you wanted a one x two at a big price this weekend, Burton looked like they could um, look like they could um, yeah, get the best of a, a bad game away at, at, at Cheltenham. So who do you you know who do you land on then? So um, I've landed on Osilaja fourteen to one, but. Also here in my notes, look, if you could guarantee a few more minutes out of Mark Helm, then I thought the 12s was probably too big there for three in his last 12. Tom Hamer was really busy. He's just back from a knee injury. He was busy last week as well. Ryan Sweeney, he's the one getting on those Hamer long throws. He had an effort. He's definitely like the near post target. I think he's had a couple of near post headers of goals that have been tipped around the post. 20s was was interesting. Um, but I, I think um, I'll stick with Osalaja. He doesn't owe the pod kind of anything he's done us a fair few favors i think um i think this looks like a good spot here for a for a you know arriving on the edge of the box breakdown from a from a set piece i thought uh, 14 to 1 adeji osalaja burton cheltenham was a was a was worth a point from me so that's all i'll add that as a as a first selection yes one of the just one other um just one other note in in league 1 orient bristol rovers uh, Ollie Neal seems Ollie O'Neill, sorry, seems to have, have passed us by. I don't know whether you've taken a look at him. Um, he was he was mentioned in my January transfer window roundup. Oh, um, there you and, go. Uh, as as was the guy at Walsall, who's now the top scorer in League Two. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Um, I think actually Richie Wellens mentioned him this week and compared him to, you guessed it, Jasper Gronkia. Oh um, wow! 
I don't know why. I think he was trying to be very, very clever because he said, I don't know if you remember him. I'm thinking, well, he was quite a famous player. He's not like yeah. um, he was making out like he'd come up with some massive hipster comparison. <laughs> and then, then he said he's like Gronkar in that he's very strong. Didn't Gronkar used to fall over every five minutes? Well, yeah, um, what it, was he Chelsea? Was Chelsea London? Yeah, 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 yeah. Danish guy. Looked right. slow, but was quite quick. Uh, erratic, but did have some good games. One for the hipsters. But, um, no, it's he, not he, really, is it? But well, Richie Wellens is getting a bit cocky again, Gav. Your <laughs> <your> mate. <laughs> Be good to bring him down a peg or two. Um, yeah. this, this, lad, this lad looks natural goal scorer to me. I think there's some... Look, Bristol Rovers are... There for the taking at the moment, aren't they? And he's going off double the double the price of what's Tuiu and um, Ford. He's seeing more game minutes. Can't be, can't be right. Can't be. Looks right. more productive. I th- there's some fancy prices around for braces and hat tricks this weekend, and I thought um very nearly. So four to one any time he is feels a little bit too short for this podcast, but worth mentioning that Ollie O'Neill looks like a looks like a proper player, and um, yeah, should be. Value there's value everywhere you could look in the um, in the in the goal scorer markets, but even at the even at the top end, I thought he probably should be a little bit shorter than, than the fours for the game time that he's seeing. Well, that was a that was a intensive oh. look at League One. Um, we set it up at the start of the podcast, but League Two, where's the is where the action's at, John? Do you want to lead us into League Two? I think you, um, yeah. Um, yes. Let's talk a bit about what Warsaw and I think Don Castle yeah. mentioned as well. I don't know about breaking the internet, but my League Two notes certainly broke Notepad when I was trying to send <laughs> it to you. Um, if anyone wants to buy the extensive League Two notes, we'll happily sell them for a four-figure price. Yeah, ten pound fifty will do. Um, thank you. The old ones are the best. Right, we've got a um, yeah Warsaw. Um, well, correct about the Norwich Loneys. Now got three in just over three, four games. And the uh, is it Oleg Bakey scored in midweek as well as we said against Accrington. Yeah, that was his first. I, met, I noticed that he's set saying he wants to get more goals. Um, so so far, my prediction that Walsall will badly miss uh, Donovan Daniels and Farkhausen looks about the worst one I've made all season. <laughs> However, I'm not going to give up easily, Gav. I still think there's something in this. As I mentioned, they gave up plenty versus Morecambe and that Tom O'Connor miss versus Harrogate. We won't go on about that again. Um, Accrington in midweek was not really here or there because I watched back Accrington set plays and they played a lot of them to the edge of the area, a lot of them short because they were missing their targets. So that doesn't prove anything one way or the other. Um, obviously, you know, the the new Norwich Loney has shown he's very good in the air. So I'm not going to... Yeah, this is probably my last attempt at trying to get with this angle, to be honest. But anyway, they're home to Doncaster, probably the two informed sides in the division here. Um, the selection, Gav, long forgotten name. don't think he's been mentioned for probably a season or two. It's Tom Anderson. Yeah, don't, don't worry. It's not Richard Wood, everyone. <laughs> so, so some money lost there going for Richard Wood. Um, poor start to the season for kind of a veteran I think he's 31 but he's been at Doncaster since the black and white days um, <laughs> but that was when Donny were poor he was actually left out between Boxing Day and the 10th of February and I noticed in that period McCann said that he was not in his plans at all um, so classic McCann he's changed his mind and in the last th- four league games since, to be fair when Donny have gone on a bit of a, 
Iran. He's formed a solid partnership with uh, 159-year-old Richard Wood. <laughs> now, it's getting older by the pod, old Richard. Uh, Anderson should have done better at the near post against Wimbledon last weekend. Uh, classic header of a defender who doesn't score where it hits his shoulder and goes into the crowd. Uh, we'll ignore that and say it was a good chance. It was a fair chance. Um, he did have a lovely cushioned assist from a good position in the area against Grimsby. Again, we'll ignore that he could have shot and laid it off, but, you know, he's getting into the area. So we'll, we'll take it as a positive. Now, everyone's probably aware by now his goal scoring record, I've put average at very best. That's been very kind. Um, I think we'll say probably poor at best. This is just more of a feel thing. Um, He's in season best form, probably his best form for a couple of years. Uh, so are Donny. Walsall are in good form, we all know that. And sticking with my theory that I won't mention again if this doesn't, if he doesn't score here, we'll go with Tom Anderson at 22 to 1. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah, last, last stab at uh, taking on this, um, this Walsall back line. Love that. Um, you mentioned, we mentioned Atkinson there. Any home to mm. Wrexham right this weekend? Any? Uh, I think they're away at Wrexham. Away yeah, at Wrexham. the yeah. This is the last last game of Brad Hill's suspension. Mm. So I just feel like I missed the boat here, Gav. Uh, two games. Uh, I mean, and Wrexham are hardly inspiring confidence since Christmas, are they? Um, and considering they're they're four to seven in the X two, the the names are priced accordingly. If I had to choose one Wrexham defender, it would be. Uh, Ewan or Yoen O'Connell, uh, 12 to 1. Um, been sort of half around the scene of late, but nothing amazing. I just couldn't, you, they're always going to be short when they're 4 to 7 in the outright, but I just couldn't really see anyone there. Could you? Did you have a look at that? It, yeah, it didn't, didn't, it didn't really bother once you saw, once I saw they were away at Wrexham. It would be, um, yeah, yeah imagined everyone kind of a waste short. of time, really. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, okay. that's yeah. what you could say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> doesn't sound very professional, but yeah, but when you, um, yeah, well, when you, when you see Wrexham at home, you imagine they're not going to be any bit like watching Tom Anderson trying to head it in from a corner, <laughs> bit of a waste of time. That's right. <laughs> why, why, why stick your neck out and back a Ten to one winner, you know, you know, in um, O'Connell, yeah. and he just put up Tom no. Anderson, who scores half as much. The at price. least he was, at least he was a big price. That's right. Did you see um, the lesser spotted Tom Dallison for for Colchester? Oh, is that his name now, Gal? Yeah. I think you've got a problem with his name. Haven't you? Uh, what? Yeah, what, I've yeah. already forgotten what it was. Let me go. Oh, back. I've, I've uh, completely Tom, dumped you there. <laughs> that's so. right. Tom Dallison Lisbon, which I think it's still down mm. as Dallison in the in the markets, but. Um, Wow. Yeah, I couldn't remember whether I was just calling his. Oh, I, I, I haven't been giving him his double-barrelled surname. Do you think he? Do you think he's got a married and he's um he's got the marriage factor on his side? Is that is that the case we're going to make? Could be, could be. Deserves a Wikipedia search after this if hmm. if ever I've, I've heard one. They've got um that's that he's in that Colchester backline has got Dallison and Wiley Harbottle in it now, which is two names from the you know, oh, notebook yes. notebook alumni. Um, uh, he starts his first game for his well. Dallison started his first game for a month at Salford. Two pot shots from second phases of corners. The uh, Harbottle got in on the act as well. Near post header that fizzed over as well. Just noted because they're two names. They were against Stockport this weekend. Dallison twenties, Harbottle sixteens. In County, pretty much managed to shut up shop, haven't they? After that, what Tranmere game a fortnight ago where. 
um, Davis and Turnbull had their wicked way with them. But um, mm. but uh, yeah, certainly if you were if you were still um, anti Stockport from set pieces, although I think you're they look a lot more assured now that um, my namesake is back, and I think you're you're oh. just about to talk about him. Now that you're back in that back line, it's it's all good. Um, <laughs> not sure if there's some sort of rule that we shouldn't put up put up yourself, but um, anyway, we'll give up with that gag. It's probably funny <laughs> about two thousand two. Um, yeah, Fraser Horsfall, as Gav quite rightly points out there, um, is it eruditely points out? I'll go with that. That's a good. good word for the. That wasn't down on anyone's bingo card. Um, since his return. The defence has just looked a lot more solid, um, as we mentioned last season. It's rinse, repeat, really. The only time they struggled with set plays last season was when he was out. Was it for about six weeks? It was quite a long time. Yeah. Um, something like that. I think he's more more than just the area. It's the organisation, I think, with him. Um, only one goal this season, which for him is a poor return. Um, OK, he's missed a few games, but last two games, however, just failed to connect with a corner against Gillingham in an absolute dire game so there wasn't a lot in that game anyway uh, but a good header from a corner saved pretty well last weekend 11 to 1 just about sucked me in I've not been as impressed with Colchester as I thought I would be when they first came in they're, they're, they've improved but I'm not sure they've improved to the level I thought they would mm. might have been a little bit harsh there but uh, double figures on Fraser Horsfall is just about okay so Fraser Horsfall at 11 to 1 I like it. I was trying to see whether Fraser Horsfall and Stephen Bywater would have ever played centre half. And oh, goal I like keeper. that. Yeah, they, they, yeah that's, I was, that's that's what that's where my attention was drawn as that's, you were talking. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> extensively okay. about uh, Stockport, Colchester. Oh, uh, I like that. Where else should we go? Uh, big, uh, well, yeah, you've put it in your notes. Big Derby, I guess. Um, oh, you can't MP say Derby. The, the Wimbledon fans Derby, will kill yeah. me again. Um, the, yeah, the history, the historic. Oh, um, there's certainly sure. history, Gav. There's always history. Um, what have we got? What have we got if we didn't have history? That's a question for the uh, philosophers out there. The future. Uh, well, that's a good point. Um, yeah, uh, just just ponder on that for a minute, listeners. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll if do, you I'll think we're running out of content, oh, I've got about <laughs> seven thousand words on League Two, but I've not really got the energy to read them. So we'll, we'll carry on anyway. What it, now? What it, Wimbledon we've improved our yeah. vocabulary, and we're talking about philosophy. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it's, that's right. Yeah, the, think, the way, thinking man's podcast. That's what it is. You certainly, certainly, the thinking something. Um, <laughs> Now, yeah, Wimbledon versus MK Dons, if you didn't pick up on those so obvious clues. Um, I don't know. I'm going to get a stick for this. I don't really care. Um, Wimbledon Twitter in the build-up to this game is just, like, pathetic, to be honest. Um, I completely get it that they, they don't want anything to do with them. I get all that. I'm not saying it was right. I know it wasn't right. But, A, how long are they going to keep this going for? Until, like, 2100 or something. And... I think it gives MK Dons quite a big advantage because you look at the corresponding game, I saw all the same thing on Twitter. We're going to get into them, we're going to smash them up on all this. Um, and I just don't think, I don't think it helps them, to be honest. And even the official site doesn't mention they're playing MK Dons this weekend. It's like, what's that about? Just you know, grow up a bit, Jesus. Anyway, that's, that's, 
don't pass that on to uh, our Wimbledon friends. Now, I, think, I, think I, I just think they, they get too wound up. Yeah, too wound yeah. up for the game. I think MK Dons clearly don't care, and you're right. No. That's that's not a bad attitude to have at this time. Before this I think game. it, and yeah, and that, and also Wimbledon are really struggling of late without the first three choice centre backs. Um, I think they're all still out this weekend, so. Once again, we go to war with Alex Pierce and Lee Brown at centre-back. Um, mm-hmm. Combined age, older than Richard Wood, I think. Um, and Williamson's Dons have looked pretty good again of late. Um, very impressed last weekend. Now, as for a selection, we're going to give a go to Warren O'Hara. Uh, quite happy with the price here, 14-1. to 1. Uh, Low key, Gav, but on three goals already this season. Um which is a career best. He's only 24. I don't know why I had him in his late 20s myself. Yeah, I was just about to make yeah. that point. It feels like he's been around for years. But yeah, Yeah. so I was I was sort of going to poo-poo his record and then I thought, well, he's only 24 and he's on a... He got three last year, three already this year, so he's sort of improving a little bit year by year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and... Yes, he did score in the early meeting, earlier season meeting as well. So, oh, yeah. can throw that in as well. So, Warren O'Hora at fourteen to one for MK Dons against Wimbledon, but don't call them MK Dons because it upsets people. Mm. Let's talk a bit about this Grimsby Forest Green game, which I thought was fascinating. Oh. Those, you know, everyone that if you listen to the podcast for a while, you'll know that. Um, yeah, I'm always more fascinated by these games at you know middle of the division. Bottom of the you love division. a scrap, don't you? Oh, you love, love I just, yeah, I just love a scrap. I love it. You, you, right. There's probably not a game with more on it, right, than than Grimsby Forest Green. I know listeners right. to this podcast and EFL veterans will will know that instantly. But you just you do just wonder if people knew the the importance of this game in terms of the league futures of of both of these clubs. As I said earlier, I don't. I just don't see a cagey six-pointer here at the, at the bottom of the football league. I think there's loads to like here. This finished 2-2 back in November when both clubs were completely different situations, different managers to and different positions than what they are now. So I'm going to talk you through I'm going to talk you through the list. I mean, Carl McAllister, whose name's popped up on this podcast several times over the last few weeks, he scored a brace against um well against Grimsby for Forest Green. Uh, back in that game in, in November. He's been quiet the last few, but he started up front against Wrexham in midweek. And we mentioned that he started slap bang up front against Tranmere the week before that. The 6-1 to one still feels too big. From what I'm seeing in the highlights, he does look like he's given a bit of a free reign across that across that forward line. You see him more often popping up on the on the left or the right. And that, that's going to kind of factor into my selection. I think I think the, the lad that you put up a couple of weeks ago, look, he, he's going to be my bet here. I think Osadibi scored again in midweek, scored against Grimsby for Bradford in the EFL Trophy earlier in the season as well. I think you put him up at nines a couple of weeks ago. I think the sevens still look to play here. Um, yeah. If, I, if we look at the other side... A familiar name. So those, for, so for Grimsby, those Doug Tharn long throws definitely look a threat. Harvey Rogers looks the target as well. He's got on the end of one of them um, at Morecambe last week. But I think I think I'd, I would want to be with a Forest Green goal scorer just here. From what I've seen, as I said, you know, McAllister looks like he's occupying plenty of space out wide, but it's also Debus who's running up the middle. He started attacking midfielder the last two. 
I think he looks the key Forest Green threat for me. Two goals in his last four, but 15 efforts in his in his last seven games. He had more than you know a handful of attempts against that Grimsby back, Grimsby back line for Bradford back in November as well. For whatever reason, Bet365 really don't like him. He's double the price there than, than anywhere else. Seven to one any time. I'm going to put a point on that, but in a, in what I think could be a another high scoring game between between these two, I thought the hundred to one for a brace. I'll stick half a point on that as well. Um, as short as twenty fives elsewhere, and I think um, yeah, looks a looks a, a key play over overpriced in the market. So um, yeah, Emmanuel Osadivi mm. seven to one any time, and half a point on the brace at a hundred to one as well. Um, yeah, I didn't think I was going to come up with as many notes as I have done. No, Anything else we haven't like mentioned, John? Uh, one more in League Two. Why not move away from League Two? Because we're um, the first game I wanted to look at was captain obvious, but opposing Notts County, who looked like they could concede at any second. Um, mm. They're away at Bradford. Couldn't really see anyone there. Did you have a look at Bradford? Um, usual. I didn't, but no. Stubbs. Couldn't quite. Flat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I just don't like. Uh, I mean, yeah, Platt's been um, pretty, um, you know, on the mark of late. And to be fair, they're probably both fair prices, but it just looked a bit too obvious. I, I sort mm. of came away from that game in the end. Um, give him is probably my fourth time I've mentioned him in a row. But Connor Masterson, Gav, I don't know if yeah. you've realised, um, <laughs> Gillingham, he was a target for a clipped free kick at the back stick versus Wrexham. Fantastic volley back across, and it was a brilliant save by the keeper. Um, uh, most of the time that would have gone in, and um, Dieng just tapped it in. So went down as an assist, but it was more than that. It was a very good, it got himself free, and it was a really composed volley. Um, unfortunate. Uh, with a touch of luck, Masterson could have easily had four goals in February, Gav, I've worked out. Right. Um, I think he's had, he had two disallowed, one for offside, one for holding. Uh he hit the bar. He said this one here. He could even, you know, I think he's got one or two. He could have easily had four or five. Um, Jules go to Salford, um, bit of contrast in styles. Uh, not been any gold dull games even for Salford under Robinson. Mm. Um, I thought that was very naive when he left two on two against Mansfield last weekend, but. You know, it's Carl Robinson, so what do you expect? Um, oh, we haven't had a dig for a while. I, I couldn't <laughs> wait. It didn't take me long, did it? One, one bad result. Um, but to be fair, their games are showing goals. Gillingham, they keep threatening to have games with goals, but they don't actually transpire. So that's that's the problem. And he, he's got five for the season. But all, having said all this, Gav, it's all factored in eight to one top price. Oh, mm. I'd probably I'd probably make him about eight or nine, so can't can't put him up. But I thought I'd give him another mention. It's funny if you if you were to if you were to give me like who would you want to you know Sol- Salford Salford against Gillingham. We know Salford are mm. you know full of attacking intent. If you if you wanted to put up a team just to stop another team from scoring, which we always know at, at this level, probably yeah. probably Stockport would probably be first on that list, right? They they conceded four at Tramway. Yeah, yeah, what do they do? Yeah. Shut up shop. Gillingham are probably second in that list, I would have thought. You know, that that could be a that could be a nil-nil on the cards if Gillingham wanted to really kind of stifle Salford yeah. but not pose I don't, I don't any think attacking it, threat themselves. That could be a, I don't think it, it it doesn't suit Salford the way they're set up on the Robinson to play these no. sides that are happy to sit in and defend. Um 
like you say, if they get an early goal, it's different. But yeah, that that's put me off as well because I can see this being Gillingham definitely try and make the game into their style. But who knows? Yeah, look, come come for the goal scorers, stay for the. Stay for the nil-nil correct scores, 11 or 1, I can see. Just yeah. Remember, extra... no goal scorer, not, not nil-nil. Yeah, of course, you, of course you, yeah. You, you, yeah. <laughs> what, what an amateur. There you go. That's um, right. No goal scorer, yeah. Um, John, what are, what are 36 minutes of, well, what, about 34, talking about League 2? Oh, yeah, it's been emotional. It's been emotional. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, skip over the uh, skip over the MK Dons Wimbledon opinion, but uh, oh, yeah. and uh, but stay. That was me, by the way. Gab didn't make me say that. That was all my own views. Um, <laughs> There's some good. I'm just getting sick points. of. I'm getting sick of scroll. Every time I look on Twitter, which isn't as much these days, it's just and it's not even people are following. It's like we're going to get stuck into them. All right. Like it's not a. Like it's some sort of Sunday league grudge match. It's like, oh, jeez. And you just don't, you don't see any MK Dons on Twitter, probably because they ain't got any fans. But... <laughs> you, know, you never see any of them anywhere, really. <laughs> well, you don't know, do you? But that's the thing. They don't give you, you don't get any, you don't get any silly posts of them because there's not hardly any of them. So I don't know you, if that's a compliment or not. You, um, occasions like this, you, I think I agree with you. You'd, you'd, from, a, from a pure transactional punting point of view, the team, yeah. the team that, can attach no emotion to it, that can ignore the drama, absolutely. And we've still, you know, proofs in the pudding because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and I think I, I think Williamson is a like a, he's not an emotional man. Exactly. I think Jackson is. So that's the um, Should we? Um, let's. I'm going to remember this time, John. Should we round off our selections? Uh, oh, yes. I have got uh, one point, 14 to 1, Adeji Osilaja, Burton at Cheltenham. And you've mm. also got a point there on Emmanuel Osadibi for Forest Green, 7 to 1 anytime. And we'll stick half a point on an Osadibi brace at 100 to 1. John, remind us what we've uh, what we've got from you. Uh, rare Championship selection, Plymouth versus Ipswich, Matthew Sorinola, 14 to 1. Wouldn't take lower than that, but it's in a few places. Uh, League One, nothing. League Two, three selections. Um, as I keep trying to raise our profit by <laughs> putting up double the selections of Gav, don't know if anyone's noticed. Um, <laughs> Gav has. Colchester versus Stockport. It's uh, Fraser Horsfall at 11 to 1. Wimbledon versus MK Dons, those who cannot be named. It's Warren O'Hora at 14 to 1. And perhaps the maddest selection for a while, it's um, Walsall versus Doncaster. Tom, I'll attack it with my shoulder, Anderson, 20, <laughs> 22 to 1. Can we have a, uh, I think Warren O'Hora now deserves a, a subtitle, which is he's younger than you think. That's it. Like yeah, uh, Andy good, Butler, yeah. he's taller than oh, you think. We now have yeah. Warren O'Hora, he's younger than you think. Yeah, he's a lot He's a lot younger than you think. He's I'm, I'm still doubting that, but I've checked it in two places. So <laughs> if, they're, if they're wrong, I'm wrong. I tell you what, a podcast for the ages, John. It's been a since it's been a while since we've been knocking on the door of the forty minute mark, but it's been thoroughly yeah. worthwhile. And it should have been a shorter week because we did a lot of reflection of last weekend in midweek as well. But um, too much content, you could say. Too much you? content. Well, yeah. A fair few winners there. It looks like to me, John. Yes, looks that's like right. a good, looks like a good coupon to me. One to get stuck into, and that's exactly what we've done. And uh, yeah, don't worry. We're still we're still playing with plenty of house money so far. And we're what, as you said, it's March the first this week, which is um, 
not a bad time to yeah. still be in profit. It's good to, always good to give two date checks for people who are not aware of the date. I've, I've given one. and yeah. <laughs> There are a few podcasts. Like I look through the list of how many downloads and stuff. Every week there's still a few that are... The, 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 the anti-post stuff still gets a listen every now and again. And um, yeah, they'll, they, they'll always they, be so. They like having a laugh, do they? Or is that... <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just let me just let me just double check. Did he say? Did he say Harry Smith top goal? Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> let me just. Yeah. Did he say Ellis Sims top goal? <laughs> yeah, Ellis, well, if only Ellis Sims proved could play right Maidstone. in the FA Cup. If yeah. only he could play Maidstone every week, that would be. <laughs> we might have been onto something then. Um, yeah, I haven't mentioned that. Have I have FA Cup quarter final to look forward to away at Wolves. Dispatch yeah. Maidstone midweek. Never in doubt, was it? Never in doubt. They're in sixty-six to one outright. A bit, bit of um, bit of a confusion. Well, it could be because the uh, I don't know whether you noticed, John, but the um, the FA Cup final is on the Saturday, and the playoff Championship playoff final is on the Sunday, which will be, I think, mm. Leicester are still in the to- in the tournament. But you're going you to play play your reserves in the final, are you? I imagine. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, the, the the FA Cup final might get us into Europe, right? So I think that's that's uh, that's the one you focus on. And then we are, yeah. we could be a, anyway. Long way to go. Already, um, uh, uh, Matt Matt Gordon to get the winner in the FA Cup oh, final is. Uh, great, um, it's a, it's an important anniversary. Do you know what anniversary it is? Um, yesterday, Gav, or so it's not today. Twenty twenty eighth. No, no. Okay. For the best football supporters in the world. <laughs> Where are you? Let's be Come on! <laughs> there we go. I forget what um. What's the day today? I can't. Remember. Is today the? Is today a day that Norwich won Wagner out? I can't. It changes every um, single. It changes no, after every that was, single. That was about half three of, weeks ago. And uh, yeah. oh, is it? I, I yeah, just they, check they, in. They like him. They like. The they best like bit him about that him. clip is. I've only just realised it when it came up yesterday. It's not the uh, all the obvious. At the start, she can't say football properly. She, uh, oh, you football, oh, hands. <laughs> Something in the water, you know. In, uh, uh, yes, Angle. I think it def- definitely was water. That was uh, <laughs> being imbibed. Well, that, how long? What do you say? Eight years. Uh, I think it's eight years. Yeah. Eight got years. Wow, what a... Once again, I nicked it off Twitter. You'll be surprised to hear. <laughs> Seminal moment that was in the in the history of football. I would, yeah, I don't know if I'd, if I, I don't know whether I'd, I'd lived that down yet. If I was a, if I was a fan. Oh no, it was a lot longer than that, Gav. It was on this day in two thousand and five. Oh wow, twenty. Oh. So yeah, 19, <laughs> nineteen years. years. <laughs> <laughs> you need to up your plagiarism off Twitter game. But yeah, yeah, wow. uh, we're so accurate with the dates and the, <laughs> <laughs> people's ages on this pod. <laughs> I think uh, I think that was the last time Tom Anderson looked like he was going <laughs> to last time. Last time he scored a goal, yeah, in under, under 18, probably. Can we reach the hour mark? I oh, know we got a long time to go yet. We are um, John. Absolute pleasure as always. Plenty there. Congratulations to our listeners if you've managed to reach the 43 minute mark. Uh, you deserve some sort of award. Um, Hopefully we can uh, provide you with the reward of backing some winners this weekend, of which there have been uh, plenty over the last few weeks. Um, John, pleasure as always. Uh, We'll do the same again next week. Whatever you're backing, be lucky. 
have a profitable and a, a good weekend and uh, John we'll do it all next week cheers Gav yeah good luck everybody